0: Welcome to Voices from the Cathedral, a podcast that brings you sermons from the Cathedral of St. John the Divine in New York City. On Sunday, June 14th, the Reverend Deacon Jennifer Allen preached about the importance of setting our burdens aside in order to have the room to take necessary risks.
1: Several years ago, I read Cheryl Strayed's autobiographical novel, Wild, which was also made into a movie with the same title. Cheryl writes about how a devastation of grief and brokenness led her to divorce, drug use, and a rapid downward spiral. Her life was falling and out of control, and she decides to reboot her life by hiking the Pacific Crest Trail. Now, the Pacific Crest Trail is a 2,600 mile trail through difficult terrain, desert, mountains. There's only five or six months of the, of the year when the trail is passable, so it requires speed. But there are also long miles between access to fresh supplies and water, so it can create anxiety about basic needs. On the morning that Cheryl begins the trail, she fills her backpack with her many deer supplies. And when she tries to put her overly filled backpack on, she can barely manage it. She has to go through contortions to get the pack on and stand up. As a backpacker myself, I laughed at her attempt to be so prepared for everything on the trail that she could barely manage to begin the trail, much less finish it. She was utterly unprepared because she was overprepared. I laughed because I recognized that same tendency. In myself. In the gospel today, Jesus recognizes that his apostles have the same very human tendency to overprepare. Perhaps they were burdened by carrying too much of a load, and they were unable to begin the mission work Jesus had given them until he gave them permission to set aside those burdens and travel lightly. The apostles lived in a dangerous world. Travel between communities was difficult. Bandits, lack of food and water, and long distances by foot all challenged the traveler in that time. I imagine that their inclination was to pack well and make sure that what they, had, they had what they needed to make it from one town to another. Can you imagine traveling to a town and looking for someone worthy to move in with? A stranger that you would depend on to meet your needs? Peter and company certainly must have been uncomfortable with that lack of plan. The gospel does not reveal their reaction, but knowing the apostles, there was probably a bit of grumbling. But Jesus needed them to go out into the world and heal the sick, cast out demons, and care for the poor. The world they lived in was oppressive, unjust, unhealthy. There was not enough work and there was not enough food. The harvest was plentiful indeed. Not unlike our world today, where there are so many who are sick, poor, oppressed, and hungry. The harvest is plentiful today, too. It's easy to get too literal with this passage and worry about surviving in the world without shoes, money, and clothes. It's easy to imagine that Jesus is calling us to his own version of naked and afraid. But this message is about much more than that. It's about laying aside the burdens which really hold us back. What burdens do we bring to ministry today? Cheryl's burdens were far greater than the overpacked backpack. They included addiction, maternal loss, relationship problems, and a lack of self-love. What do we carry in our own proverbial backpack? What keeps us from being effective in the world as Christ's hands and feet? What do we need to leave behind to move forward? The harvest is plentiful in these days. With the pandemic, there are abundant opportunities to serve God. With those opportunities come risk. We try to reduce that risk by planning and equipping ourselves, which can be necessary but sometimes reducing risk begins to look like avoiding anything that might be risky. It begins to be the reason that we start to say no and put up barriers to the action of the Holy Spirit. We pack our backpacks so full that there is no room to do the work of Christ in the world. I imagine that many of us are balancing fear and appropriate caution opening up our Zoom worship so newcomers can find us, but trolls may take advantage of us, checking in on the person down the hall who lives alone to make sure that they are all right while maintaining social distance, creating community without spreading disease. And pandemic also revealed the truth of injustices, which are barriers to the kingdom of God. Those injustices have always existed, but the pandemic unveiled them. And the ministry to need, needed to transform those truths involve risk. Recognizing the essential workers we put at risk will lead to loss of some of our comforts. Treating all people as created images of God leads to confronting uncomfortable realities. Providing for the basic needs of all means letting go of things we really don't need but may desire. Being vulnerable to connect with another human being requires letting go of the mask we use to create boundaries. Protecting vulnerable populations means standing between danger and those at risk. Recognizing our own privilege and complicity in unjust systems leads to dismantling institutions. Finding ways to create unity without continuing patterns of injustice and inequity means giving up privilege. What burdens do we need to avoid packing in order to serve Christ? Jesus saw the burdens of the apostles and he helped them set those burdens aside. He talked them through what they would do. Take no gold or silver or copper in your belts, no bag for your journey or two tunics or sandals or a staff. Whatever town or village you enter, Find out who in it is worthy and stay there until you leave. Don't overthink this. Set aside your burdens and take action. And he gave them permission to fail. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, shake off the dust from your feet as you leave that house or town. Just shake it off and move on to the next house or town. Let it go. Don't carry that rejection as another burden in your two-fold backpack. Travel lightly. And Jesus doesn't tell them everything will be okay. He doesn't say, travel lightly and all will be well. No, he warns them that this work is risky, not like the legalese at the end of a car commercial, in words that they can understand and process. When they hand you over, do not worry about how you are to speak or what you are to say, for what you are to say will be given to you at that time. For it is not you who speak, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. It's risky, this work, but the spirit of the father is always with you. What burdens do you carry? Fear, inadequacy, lack of confidence, bias, privilege, Jesus gives us permission to unpack it, examine it, and decide what we really need and what is excessive. What makes us hold on to those burdens? What risks are we trying to avoid? With me, I know I carry the burden of fear of failure. Fearing failure implies that somehow we do this work alone. We don't. Ministry is only accomplished through the work of the Holy Spirit, and we accomplish little if we stay in the safe zones where nothing is at risk. When we put our full trust in God and stop measuring that risk, that is where we find transformation. And if, or rather when, we fail, Jesus gives us grace in failure and lets us shake it off. God's love for us is so vast and so abundant, there is room for failure. Because if we aren't willing to fail, we won't grow. We won't transform. When we allow our burdens to hold us back, we get stuck. We forget that ultimately the gospel message is a message of hope, not for hope of an unmarked and safe life, but hope that with the help of God, we can move the needle towards justice hope that we can incrementally make a difference, which with the help of the Holy Spirit adds to the incremental change others make until the needle moves noticeably. But the needle moves only with a willingness to take a little risk to face the fear we hold and set it aside, to set aside a risk, our risk avoidance and to embrace potential loss and danger. Why? Because Jesus invites us to step out of safety into risk. Jesus calls us to lift up the cross to recognize that if we risk nothing, we have risked everything. I'm not talking about recklessness. Recklessness is wasteful. But I am talking about not weighing ourselves down with unnecessary burdens that hold us back from doing the work of God. What does risk without recklessness look like? Does it look like checking in on our neighbor while maintaining physical distance and wearing a mask? Or does it look like being an ally, standing with another who is facing danger? Maybe it looks like setting aside the boundaries you have built and engaging in conversation with people of diverse backgrounds putting down our burdens and the barriers we hide behind and getting uncomfortable, allowing the gospel to draw you out of your comfort zone and into transformation. Risk without recklessness allows you to set down the burdens you carry and travel lightly because the burdens we carry are of our own making, and Jesus gives us permission to release them. Don't be afraid to name it. Racism is a sin. Examine your way of life and recognize those acts which support systemic racism. And demand that church leadership hold up Christian values and speak up wherever power is abused and where racism is upheld. Unpack what you carry and examine it. How does what you carry with you support injustice? What do you need to leave behind so that justice can thrive? Do we have the courage to dismantle unjust systems, to break the unfair advantages that some have that were built on the shoulders of others? And what can you do? Where do you fit into the ministry and mission of Jesus? The hope of the gospel message is the community of Christ working together with the Holy Spirit. The work is done by letting go of our burdens and going forward in vulnerability, willingness, to take the risks. Is the countercultural message of Jesus safe? No. Will everything we try to do succeed? No. Will the Holy Spirit be with us, whether we risk it or not, whether we fail or succeed? Yes. Today is my last Sunday as a wisdom year resident with the congregation of St. Savior. When I hear this gospel lesson, I think of you. I think of you because you have taught me to travel lightly, to take risks, and to face the dangers of doing Christ's work upstream against the powers and principalities that would rather I failed. Continue to teach one another to set aside your burdens. Keep on taking risks, fail a little, and be transformed as laborers of the harvest. The harvest is plentiful, and the laborers are few. But the congregation of St. Savior is rich in the abundant grace of God's love. Set down your heavy backpack. Let go of the burdens holding you back. Travel lightly and go in peace.
0: Thanks for listening to Voices from the Cathedral. The Cathedral of St. John the Divine is the Cathedral of the Episcopal Diocese of New York. It is chartered as a house of prayer for all people and a unifying center of intellectual light and leadership. People from many faiths and communities gather here to worship together, provide meals for the hungry, educate our youth, and host concerts, exhibitions, performances, and civic gatherings. You can find us online at stjohndivine.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at stjohndivineNYC. That's S T J O H N N Y C. Check back soon for another episode.